0: All right, we're back here on the MagTac program for another episode with uh, Phil Naiman, firearms expert, well-known radio guy with the Firing Line Radio program, and he is uh, also just an all-around entertaining dude, and we're glad to have him back here on the program. We are doing a series on bugging out. Bugging out versus EDC, bugging out by yourself, bugging out with the family, what does it mean bugging out in the city? Bugging out in a rural environment, how do those? How are those things different? So we established in episode one in this four-part series. Look, A.D.C. basic firearm knife, basic first aid things that you can carry on your body. Uh, Lou Desmond likes to have a a um, tactical pen. That is something that I like to have. Everybody's choice on what kind of firearm they want. A little bit different, but you know, small compact powerful but when it comes to bugging out phil you're talking about needing things like food and water right
1: right so you're and the other thing is uh storage so if you've got your backpack and you've set it up as a bug out bag you know a medium-sized backpack maybe 2,000 cubic inches or something like that If you're going to be putting food in there, you don't want anything like chocolate that's going to melt, all right? You're looking more along the line of of dried food or nuts or something of that nature. So you want to make sure that it's going to be food that it prepares. so You don't have to keep switching it out at the end of every week because, frankly, nobody's going to do that. If you're that prepared, you're insane. So that's that's not what we're going to do. Uh, First aid side, there should be a trauma kit. You know, that's an important factor, not just like the Red Cross first aid kit you got at Long Drugs, but... uh, I don't think they have long drugs anymore, but it's CVS.
0: Phil, where do you get a good trauma kit?
1: I would go over to uh, uh, Tactical Pro Shop, tacticalproshop.com. They're going to have all the Airbank, you can get them online. But but, uh, Matt, the the owner over there, is an amazing guy, and uh, he's very into this. He can set you up. Not only with that, uh, they can help you find some training classes so you learn how to use tourniquets, gunshot wounds, knife wounds, all those other fun things that happen when you have a uh, mass emergency.
0: What city are they located now, in?
1: He's in Burbank, tacticalproshop.com. But uh, you can also go lot, online. Most of the stuff's mail order. Gotcha. Absolutely.
0: Important, important point when you're talking about first aid, trauma kit versus, you know, Band-Aids. Um, you know, maybe you want right. both, but the trauma kit is something you're definitely going to need. Okay, water. This is a big deal. Like water's heavy, right? Yeah, water's heavy, Phil. You can't carry a lot of it in bottles. Are you a filtration system guy? Is that your strategy?
1: Well, you, yeah, you're not going to be able to carry enough, and you can't buy dehydrated water. They haven't invented that one yet. So, yeah, you're going to have to find a way to make other water drinkable. You know, some people use a straw. I don't really like it because I don't want to stick my face down there forever and goopy water. And <laughs> trust it. But I, I like like the MSR filter system. So it, it'll fit on the end of a Nalgene bottle, which is just a simple 32 ounce high grade quality plastic bottle and, and of bad water, swampy water and make it drinkable. So that's an important factor It's going to have to find replace water and it's not going to come, you know, it's not going to come uh, uh, in little arrowhead bottles. So, so, and, and they're not
0: that big. I mean, we're talking
1: about a backpacker's kit.
0: Right. What about those pills that you drop in water? Do those work?
1: Uh, I've used them quite a bit when I was younger doing backpacking. I uh, never was sick with them. But they're going to stop the Jardia. But if you've got, like, the pond water that you're trying to filter, it is not going to help that. It's not going to kill it out. It's just going to kill whatever Jardia is there. But there's, you know, everything else in the world within in that water. So you would need a charcoal-based filter system.
0: Okay, charcoal-based filter system if you're trying to get really swampy, dirty water fixed. If you're backpacking and you're pulling water out of a fairly clean stream and you just need to clean it up a little bit, yeah, the, the little pills you can drop in the water if you're a backpacker kind of work. But as a bug-out and strategy, get, no.
1: Right, and, and those little pills are guaranteed to take mountain fresh water and make them taste like iodine. So it's just the way it works.
0: Love that, and especially when, if you're going to use it in cooking. It's nothing like your beef stew with a nice iodine taste to it. All right, that is episode number two with Phil Naiman on bugging Out here on the MAGTAC program. All about safety and security. Don't forget the ultimate survival light, ML300L. Give you two weeks of usable light available exclusively through maglight.com. All right, thanks, Phil. Next episode, base gear, rain gear, fire, cooking light, survival knife. What do you pick, and what kind of weapons are you taking when you bug out when the zombie apocalypse comes. episode of Mag Attack the program that is all about safety and security joining us for a third episode on bugging out we have survival expert, marksman, hunter, all-around smart guy, Phil Naiman, who is also the host of the Firing Line Radio program. Quick, Phil, give your show a plug.
1: Hey, we do uh, Second Amendment hunting, uh, sports, Second Amendment talk uh, at FiringLineRadio.com is where the podcasts are at. We're aired here in Southern California live on Saturdays at 1 o'clock a.m. 590 FiringLineRadio.com is all the podcasts. Have some fun, or find us on Facebook, while we're still there, at Firing Line Radio Show. Lots of (laughs) giveaways, lots of fun.
0: While we're still there, yeah, you know, Maglite has actually had problems when we've advertised some combo packs that include things like uh, Gerber knives or Gerber tools, and we get blocked by by, uh, search engines. Just absolutely crazy. And it's not like we're advertising hand grenades and machine guns. It's just nuts. All right, so we have talked earlier on this program about EDC versus bug-out, the, the problems of finding useful water and how to filtrate it. You're a fan of the MSR filter system, not sort of the straw guy. I'm not either. I Same with you. I, I think it's impractical. On the food side, dehydrated, light, nuts, not stuff that's going to melt or go bad because you're not going to be changing it out all the time unless you're nuts. And Trauma Kit, more important than your basic first aid and Band-Aids. So we're going to make sure we have one of those. Check TacticalProShop.com for that. Let's talk about base gear, stuff that you just have to carry. I, I you know, read up on this, and here's what e- appeared everywhere. Fire, cooking, light, rain gear, cold gear, survival knife. All right, Phil, take it away. W- where do you want to start on those?
1: Should we start with a Rambo knife? Okay. Yeah. So a lot of guys will say this. They, they want a Rambo knife, you know, something that's like a 15 inch blade, it's got a chainsaw on the back side of it, it has a compass in the handle. For all intents and purposes, that's, that's way overkill. Great for movies, not so, so much for the weight penalty of carrying it around. Uh, you're gonna need a quality, strong knife. And, and if you're going for extended periods, you should have a fixed blade knife. Just because a fixed blade is a little tougher than what we carry on our everyday, the, uh, assisted things. You know, you're not gonna have screws coming loose. It's a solid piece of metal. You know, cold steel makes some great stuff like that. Uh, ardent knives, I, or, uh, Civilware actually has some really nice stuff also. So there's some great knife companies out there besides the basics, the Kershaw's, the Gerber's, and everybody else. Uh, so, But, you know, there's a thousand different knife manufacturers. Find a blade that's going to be compatible with what you need, lightweight and durable and easily rechargeable. So you need something for that also. As far as fire is concerned, some people say that they want to have the little, uh, you know, fire starter kit, the magnesium and the block. That's really fun for making a spark. but Unless you practice with that, you know, you're better off with a handful of big lighters.
0: <laughs> I have yeah, a couple and, of Zippos and, and I have and, uh, a couple of crack you know, crack pipe. Uh, you know, the crack pipe um, lighters. I have a to be couple a good of those. Yeah. Well, no, those crack pipe, yeah. okay. well, no, those crack pipe crack lighters. Pipe. Those that that you know are that basically would work in a hurricane. I have a couple of those as well.
1: As, course, as every though. Raider fan does.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ah, you man! I, I can tell you. All right. Love to, you uh, fire, love to Fire, you. you gotta have light. We know we want that ML300L uh, emergency ultimate survival light from Maglite. Absolutely,
1: and the other thing is, you know, don't be afraid to pick up a cheapy headlamp because there's gonna be times you're gonna need both of your yeah. hands. To be doing something now that ml 300 is a fantastic light because of the durability time frame, and the lid it puts out and, and the different light spectrums but there's other things you're going to want to have on there also so that's that's the number one part of it that should be on you not in your backpack or anywhere else that should be with you uh, as far as rain gear you know we're in southern california unless it's like december through march rain gears i don't know
0: for me, up in the Pacific Northwest, if you don't have ra- you wear rain gear every day, so it's just yeah. it's part of your everyday carry.
1: Your dress dress suits a wetsuit,
0: I get it. Yeah, I mean that's yeah um, that's so, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. It depends on where depends on where you are, and also you know in Southern California, uh, it might get cold at night. You know what? But we don't have the Rockies winter. So the where you are is going to depend upon what kind of clothing and, and things you're going to need for that. Also, your uh, backpack for the bug out is different from what you can carry in a car. So if you have a family vehicle. Well, you, you know what? I'm going to stop you right there,
0: Phil. That. Phil, I'm going to stop you right there because we're out of time on this episode. And the final segment, I, I want to do the differentiation between bugging out yourself and bugging out with the family. This has been the MAGTAC yeah. program, MAGTAC podcast here. All about safety, security, survivability, durability, just like Maglite is. Phil will join us for another episode. Episode four, we're going to talk about family bug out versus individual bug out. So we're back here for our final episode with Phil Naiman, marksman, hunter, explorer, adventurer, all-around most interesting man every, that I know.
1: Every episode we do, my title gets bigger. I don't know about
0: this. And he is the host of the Firing Line radio program, which you can find online as a podcast or also on air in Southern California. So we've covered a lot of stuff. We've all about the difference between EDC and Bug Out, Water, MSR filtration system we decided on, food, easily replaceable, protein bars, you know, MREs, canned stuff is too heavy, nuts, things that aren't going to have to be changed out all the time. Clothing, have some layers. First aid kit, have a trauma kit. Don't just carry some band-aid. You can get that at tacticalproshop.com, online. Also, you can go into their store in Burbank. And, of course, you're going to need Fire cooking materials, a good source of light, a survival knife, that's your base gear, and firearms. All right, Phil, you're bugging out. What firearms are you taking?
1: Well, I think you're going to need to stay with the basic calibers, like 9mm and two twenty three. Those are going to be the two that everybody's going to have. If you ever have to uh, add ammunition down the road, those are the two you're most likely to find access to. So I think one of the great um, carbines, if you want to go with a rifle or the same, you go with a Glock 9mm, 19 or 17, and go with the 9mm carb, it's a takedown, fits in a backpack, and it will use the same magazines and ammunition as the Glock pistols. So, uh, you know, here you are, I would go with a hologram sight, you know, one of the Vortex hologram sights that is not going to require batteries every couple of minutes. So that or a fixed or a fixed scope on it. So that's what you're going to need. Just something that that'll break down, and you can use the same magazines and ammunition in your pistol system and your rifle system.
0: Interesting. Again, the the rifle is a what's the name of that again?
1: It's the Ruger 9mm carbine. It's just a simple takedown carbine. So it's it's really a nice one. And and it it will take, it has an adapter to to switch over to Glock magazines. So your pistol can not only run on the same ammunition, but it can also run on the same magazine. We watch these guys
0: in the uh,
1: three-gun competitions running those carbines. They're amazing. They can really send a lot of firepower on target quickly. Faster than a pistol.
0: Okay. Bug out for family versus bug out for an individual. I got an 11-year-old And a 13-year-old, both of whom are not going to be able to carry very much. My wife is tougher than me, so she'll probably carry twice what I do. But we have a four-wheel drive truck, vehicle, SUV. That would be the thing that we would be bugging out in. We live in a rural area, although we are very close to Interstate 5 at the same time. Suggestions, Phil. If you're going to outfit me, what am I doing?
1: I think... For your particular situation, being rural, I think in your shed or your garage, you should just have three or four, um, you know, Home Depot car- cargo boxes that have all of your info in it, you know, and just label them one of four, two of four, or a three of four. And whatever you're doing, that's where your major stuff's going to be kept, whether it's your tents, your sleeping bags longer storage food source, your MREs, whatever you have, those are all in those different containers. So if you have to go, somebody just has to take up four boxes, throw it in the back of the truck, and hit the road, as opposed to saying, where did I leave my water filter? You know, where is this over here? You know, Lou, you know, where's my clean underwear? All that stuff's ready to go. And, and that would sit there. The other thing that's most important with a family is talk about it ahead of time. It's like, look, you know, Mount St. Helens gets sparky again. We're going to have a plan and we're heading south and here's how we're doing it or heading north or whatever it is. So, you know, Eric, this is your responsibility. Uh, Nicole, this is your responsibility. And here's what I'm going to do. And this is, these are our jobs. And if you have that set out up front when something happens, if people know what they're supposed to do, there's a higher chance they're going to do it than if they don't know what they're supposed to do or what you want them to do. So it's on you, uh, Lou, as a leader, to, to make sure they understand what you're expecting and where the things are at.
0: And that is going to be something that hopefully I'm never going to have to deal with. And up in my area of the Pacific Northwest, it's so wet we don't really get forest fires. It's not earthquake land. But – what we, what we could get is exactly what you said, a Mount St. Helens situation, or we actually are in an area that could get cut off fairly easily from power for an extended period of time, um, especially if we're, if we're over at our uh, Ocean Shores home, uh, there's one power source that comes over the river that powers that whole peninsula. And if that goes down, which has happened before, then you could be a couple of weeks without power. And, uh, that Are you guys on the propane
1: there? Are you on propane uh, or natural gas? There?
0: We we have we have our own propane tank, but we also get electricity from the grid. Right. Uh, that's the same so, in both in both homes.
1: So where I live, also up in the hills, we're on propane. So I actually went and bought a dual fuel generator that works on propane and gasoline. And what I like about that because you know, Essen cuts our power out when we have a 12 mile hour wind here. Don't get me started on
0: Edison. Welcome welcome to um, California. Yeah dual fuel generator with propane and gasoline. What brand do you have? Uh, The blue one. The blue one. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's awesome. What you
1: don't want to do is have a gas generator where you always have gas in there because gas separates. It ruins the the carburation on it. So the dual fuel, you can always have it ready to go uh, with the propane, and you're not going to have those issues in the motor.
0: All right, Phil. Thank you. It's been great. Uh, Four episodes. Amazing. Goes so fast. Important information – If you're catching us at this episode, go back to the beginning. We start EDC versus bug out, go through all the basics, water, food, clothing, shelter, first aid kit, base gear, rain gear, fire, cooking, light, survival knife, what kind of weapons, bug out with a family versus bug out individually. A lot of information. We're just touching the surface, but it's enough basic information to get you started and get you thinking. Thanks for listening. This has been the MAGTAC program, all about safety and security and don't forget, you can always check out the greatest flashlights in the world by going to maglight.com.